Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, it's so good to be with you today, and if I've never met you before, uh, again, Ben uh, said, my, my name is Paul, and I'm the lead pastor uh, here, and I want you to know this morning how much I love you. Um, I want you to know how much I love this church. Um, I am so proud of you, and I am thankful for what God is doing here. Um, I am so thankful for what He's doing in and e- uh, through uh, each of you. When I, when I see the, the work of the Lord through you in the lives of our kids right now, I'm encouraged. When I, when I see what's happening in our student ministry, I am so encouraged. I, I love, as we you know, finished up a few weeks ago, talking about the harvest field and how every single one of us has a part to play to go into the harvest, to share the news and the love of Jesus Christ with others. I love that you're doing that. I love that we're sending a team to Haiti this week to go and to be a part of God's great work in Haiti. And I'm also excited that a week and a half from now, 130 pastors from all around Albania are going to meet at the very church that you support financially. And together, they're dreaming and praying about how they can plant many more churches and help people find their way back to God in Albania. Uh, You're helping people do it. You're helping people find their way back to God. And not just here in central Indiana, but all around the world. But in the midst of all that is good, um, I need to take a few minutes this morning to tell you about something very unfortunate that happened in the life of our church family this past week. This past Thursday, two of our staff members, Cameron Sprinkle, one of our worship pastors, and Robin Lee, the director of Next Gen Ministries here, confessed to being in an inappropriate personal relationship with one another. Cameron and Robin both resigned immediately, and on Thursday evening, the elder board met together and unanimously accepted their resignations. I want you to know at this time that we have offered both benevolence support and prayers and uh, counseling uh, to their families. Um, You can be encouraged, uh, Genesis, that our staff, many of our staff have been working closely with them. So many of you uh, close friends have uh, been offering love and support by their side. I'm here this morning uh, to ask you to join us in praying uh, for their families. Uh, They're going to need a lot of love and support in the weeks and months to come as they work towards reconciliation and restoration with their families. Genesis, I am so sorry this happened. And uh, if you know them or if you've been around Genesis for some time, I know you're shocked. I'm shocked devastated, and I can tell you that none of us saw this coming. And I want to say this about Cameron's work and Robin's work here. Their sin does not in any way diminish the effectiveness or the truth of the ministry that they've been a part of here at Genesis Church, but at the same time, the impact of their ministry does not diminish the seriousness of their sin. And so one of the questions that we have been asking and praying about these last couple of days is this, where in the world do we go from here? And I want to encourage you this morning that while we know and believe that the enemy meant this for evil, we know with all of our heart that God can redeem this for good. And so my challenge today is let's not respond to sin with sin. Uh, Satan would want nothing more than for us to respond to Cameron and to Robin's sin with sin of our own, with things like gossip or slander. 
I'll certainly say that this is a topic of conversation that is not appropriate for social media by any means. I hope if there's a conversation to be had, it will be one that is face-to-face and with love and with grace. And I know and believe that God has called us, and what I'm asking you today is to respond to the same way, in the same way that Jesus Christ responds to our sin and my sin, and that is with grace and forgiveness and without any condemnation. In John chapter 8, there were a group of religious leaders that brought an adulterous woman to Jesus, and they wanted to throw stones at her because of her sin. And if you know this story, Jesus looked at her, and, or he looked at these men, and he said to them, let, let the one who has never sinned be the one to go ahead and throw the first stone. And one by one, all of them walked away. And here's what I know, and here's what I believe to be true today, that the Bible says that we've all sinned, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And that just means that none of us is in a position to throw a single stone. And so what was Jesus' response to the adulterous woman? Well, after the accusers had walked away, Jesus looked at the woman And he asked the question of her, who condemns you now? And she said, no one. And Jesus replied, well, then neither do I condemn you. Go now and leave your life of sin. Friends, I can tell you that this church has been built on the foundation and the truth of Romans chapter 8, verse 1, that says there is now no condemnation for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. And so with that, I I need to say that we will not tolerate a spirit of condemnation here. It's not welcome here in any way. Now, while there is no condemnation for Cameron or Robin, the heartbreaking reality is that there are and will be consequences uh, for them, for their families, uh, for many of you as friends, for their ministries, and certainly for us as a church. And it's been said before that forgiveness is agreeing to live with the consequences of another person's sin. Well, we know that on the cross, Jesus took on himself the consequences of our sins so that we might be forgiven, and Ephesians chapter 4, 32 says that we are to forgive just as we have been forgiven by our God. I want you to know that I'm angry. I'm hurt. Um, I've been devastated by this like so many of you, and maybe for some of you just finding it out about it today. But at the very same time, I want you to know that I have forgiven Cameron and I have forgiven Robin and I'm asking that you will do the same because we are going to be a church that forgives them as Christ has forgiven us and we are going to agree to live with the consequences of their sin without in any way trying to make them pay for it because Jesus Christ already paid for those sins and those consequences on the cross. And so our job is to love them and to pray for them and to keep seeking Jesus with all of our heart and soul. God gave me this verse on Friday morning as I was spending some time with him that comes right out of Psalm chapter 30, verse five, when David said, he wrote, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Genesis, I want to remind you today that our God is good, and he is faithful, and he is not about to let us down, and I have no doubt in my mind that he will see us through this difficult time, and we're going to grow as a family because of it. Will you just bow your heads with me at this time, and uh, I want to give you just a moment, wherever you are right now, and whatever you might be experiencing with these emotions, just to turn your heart to the Lord. Maybe offer up a prayer to him right now, a prayer of surrender.
Maybe a prayer of hope and just asking for understanding. prayer for the the Lee family or the Sprinkle family. A prayer for our church today. for our brothers and sisters at our Carmel campus this morning as this news will be especially difficult for our family there. praise you, God. You are a faithful God. You are a good and perfect Father. And we know that you love us, that you have everything that we need. We are asking for your help here today. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me of my sins for each of us, Lord. All the times that we have fallen short, and we certainly know that even our attempts at righteous acts, our our sins are like filthy rags to you, and that we can do nothing on our own to satisfy the penalty of sin. And so we thank you today for Jesus. We thank you for our great Savior, our friend Jesus Christ, who you have given for us and to us, God. We thank you. Father, we are offering up prayers of help and support for Robin and her family today, Lord. Would you bring healing and restoration and forgiveness to their home? We pray for Cameron and his family. And again, Lord, healing and restoration and forgiveness to their home. And God, would you help us to forgive? Even if for some right now they can't even begin to imagine how they might do that. Father, we know that strength comes from you, that you've promised to be the help that we need and that you can forgive and so we can forgive. Give us strength today. Lord, I am praying for my church family. I love being a part of this family. I am so thankful for what you're doing through us and in us. And God, we are turning to you. We are devastated and hurt here this morning, but you are a faithful God. And we believe, I believe with all of my heart that you will see us through and that you will heal our wounds and that even more people are going to find their way back to God as we trust you in greater ways, as we pray together as a church family. I again want to pray for our 
Carmel campus this morning. I want to pray for Steve as he is sharing right now. And I know this news will be especially difficult for them. Help them, Father. Help us heal our wounds. Increase our faith in you. And Father, we are reminded today, we acknowledge today that this is your church. And we are here in this world for you. And we recognize, as the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12, that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. But we turn to you, God, and we turn to you in for victory because we know the, the final chapter of our great book reminds us that, that the Lord wins, that you win, that the battle has already been won. And so we turn to you and we put our faith in you and we cling to you, and we ask for your help, and we pray that you would protect our church right now, and we pray that you would give us strength, and give us faith, and give us hope, and strengthen marriages, and heal marriages that are hurting today. We need more of you, God. We are desperate for you. You are a faithful God, and we belong to you, and we offer everything to you today, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.